Hello, and welcome to Lifetime in Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I'm Drew Curret, yeah! And I'm Allie Braun! Yay! Wow, Allie Braun, back again. Back again, so glad to back be here. Again. Oh, I need this. This is exactly what I needed. So I'm so glad to we be got here. You. I'm here. We got you, girl. Yeah, we, we are got. here. We're here for you. We're here for the listeners. We're here for everybody. Keep them having fun in this world that we live in, which isn't that fun right now. But you know, yeah, we live in trash world. It's you know, it's fine. We'll get out of trash world eventually. Yep. Yeah, and, we'll and this is not a trash podcast, so you're welcome. No, this is a. Uh, the opposite of trash it makes you feel whatever the opposite of trash is that's how you feel Mm -hmm. leaving after this podcast Mm -hmm. exactly like a new a new something what would be what would be the opposite of trash like if you're to get get an opposite of that i was thinking of like a car wash because recently i've really enjoyed car washes if i'm feeling really bad i'll just like pay three dollars roll through and be like i'm cleansed this is that is the opposite of a of trash trash. is a fresh car wash. Well, now we're a car wash podcast, so uh, we are a, hey, car wa- uh, a fresh, a fresh car wash. Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the car wash. Uh, wash hey, the welcome to car wash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, moving on. Welcome to car wash we're the not, podcast. We're not a car wash podcast, but please, <laughs> if you have one that you know of, let me know. I'd love to. I w- I'd love to listen yeah. to that. I would actually. Well, I want to see what what a car wash <laughs> podcast is. I'm, I guarantee you there is. My my mind is just racing with the possibilities yeah. of what that could be. Well, there you go. Like all the new technologies on like how to wash your car and like all this, the chemicals that you need. The waxes. The waxes, the Perfect. detailing. Perfect. Tell us, tell us about it. So we're not here to talk about car washes. We're here to talk about our amazing <laughs> podcast. Uh, this is t- normally a time where we do businessy times, but we don't have any new reviews today, or I just can't remember the ones that we read already. <laughs> so oh, I'm yeah. not going to read any new ones today. But I have been getting a lot of <laughs> nice comments from people just messaging and being like, you know, we're back from we're back at work, and like you're making our days go by faster, and da da da. Oh, so I just want to say thank you to all of them, and sorry that you're back at work because that's just no fun. And mm-hmm. we are lucky to be working from home and recording the podcast at home. So you know, stay safe out there, everybody. Yeah, stay safe. Wear your mask. Don't be an asshole. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Yes. <laughs> so business time over. And Drew, you are going to be so excited about the movie we're talking about oh, today. This one yes. we've been saving for you. We had a little <laughs> tornado last week where we couldn't record. Uh-huh. But we're here this yep. week recording. Uh, and we're talking about <laughs> Stalked by My Ex-Husband. <gasps> Yay! Oh, so Stalked by My Doctor. Is this a Stalked by My Doctor series no not a doctor oh. by my husband's oh wait no i read that wrong or it's like Stock- stalked by like there's like a stalked by series right yes yeah okay but this one is called my stalked by my husband's ex, ex. oh by my husband's, husband's ex. ex not by my okay. ex-husband i get that okay. mixed up i read i read I mean, things backwards it's a whole that's thing. a totally different movie i literally <laughs> almost watched a movie called yeah with that exact title because i <laughs> It, it exists. It, it exists. Can, right. Exactly. It's also a lifetime yeah. movie. Stalked by my my ex husband and stalked by my husband's ex. Yep. Yeah. So those are totally different movies. Totally yeah. different. And let me tell you, Drew, the title doesn't give things away. Mm-mm. Really? Okay. I'm gonna say the title is a misdirect. Well, I'll tell you what. I just pulled it up on IMDb mm-hmm. just now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it does have another name. Oh, what's the original title or alternate uh, title? The alternate title is okay. So this is so stocked by my husband's ex is the original title. This alternate title is another mother. Hmm. I hate that. That, <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> that. <laughs> but okay, we'll go with it. We'll go with it. We'll go with that. Another mother. Terrible. Hmm. Terrible. The movie stars Alex McKenna, Joy Ray Blair, and Adam Huss. Yeah. None yeah. of those people you would know. Adam Huss was in a bunch of like gay movies, like 
like gay movies in like the 2000s. Oh. So he he okay. played like the hunky guy. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, he was always the hunky guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. he, he's pretty oh, pretty I, hunky. Yeah, yeah he's pr- yeah. yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, okay. 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 I recognize that guy. Yeah, he's been in he's been in a ton of stuff. So mm-hmm. Jumping into the movie, we start. It starts off right away, like in the middle of some, of like a storm and stuff. Love and it. you're immersed Ooh. completely. Right, and there's what, what kind of storm is like rainy, rainy lightning. Ooh, okay, yeah. And we see like a drunk woman, and she's like, "You're not taking my daughter," you know. Mm. Like one of the one <laughs> of the oh oh one of those yeah. one of those. That's things. exactly right. <laughs> Uh, her name is Nina, okay? And her husband, the hunky, uh, not gay guy, is named Ryan. And he's like, uh, he has his daughter in his arms. He puts her in the back seat. He like buckles the seat. Uh, he like adjusts the seat for the height of the child. He makes sure that it's safely buckled into the car. You know, Good. car seats are hard to put in. No. It's, I didn't no. actually realize how many steps there were until they broke it down for me. So thank you for that. Excellent. So many steps to putting in a car seat because you want to make sure the kid's safe. And yes, they looked super safe. I was, I was impressed. <laughs> and li- I feel like that's lifetime keeping, keeping their, uh, their air of uh, PSA. Oh yeah. You know, they keep things, but they keep things that- informative while you're entertained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, actually she just like picks up a rock and like hits him in the head. She's like, don't take my daughter. Hits him in the head jumps into the car with like her 17 bottles of wine. She's like about to back out of the driveway, but the police pull up. They're like, whoop, whoop. No, no lady. You cannot Mm-mm. drive drunk with a child in your car. No. Even if the, do not. no, nope. That child was buckled in so safe and she was, no, absolutely not. A child seat will not save you from a drunk driver. Exactly what That's they true. were trying to. Yeah. That was the PSA there. Yeah. So she gets arrested, of course. And then we flash forward, right? Okay, yeah. That's it. That's we, it. I think we get like the title card or something. Stalked yep. by my husband's ex. Yep. <laughs> Another mother. Another mother. Uh, so we cut to this like beautiful <laughs> resort. We meet this woman named Kristen. She works in like weddings or it's kind of uh, vague. It was like hotel, eventy. Yes, sure. Here's the thing about Fidelity. Kristen, Drew. Kristen doesn't mm-hmm. matter in this movie at all. Nope. Okay. okay. She's blonde. She's beautiful. She's a very She's top, competent, top build, top build, top build, competent actress. Did a great job. Could not matter any less to the plot. Huh. To the plot. Okay. To the plot specifically. Okay. <laughs> She's just kind of there. She's like a surrogate audience person. Hmm. That's accurate. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, we see her. She has her friend Sierra, who also looks very similar to her. They're both blonde, beautiful women. They lay out all this exposition and like a tidy monologue. It's like, oh, Kristen, I'm so glad you're working out as an event planner, and you have seven kids, and you have a cat, and <laughs> your mom died in a car crash, and you know one of those. But everything that I just said is not accurate to this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much expo up, up front though. It was like, let me tell you everything real quick. I got you. Good. But based, well, no, that's good. Based, that actually gets, gives them points. They get points for me now. Right. <laughs> Basically, what it sums up to be is like uh, Ryan, uh, his wife is in prison. He has a daughter named Lisa who's like adorable and his blessing child. And uh, he's going to propose to her, uh, you know. Yeah. Great. So that's really that's really it. That's it. <laughs> and and then it's not. This doesn't matter. Not really. No. Also? Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Noted. So basically, <laughs> I'll, note, I'll put that in my notes. He, propo- notes he proposes to Ryan. Proposes to Kristen. Except he's like pulling out the ring, and the daughter is like, "What's that? Is that a ring for proposing of a wedding?" Oh, Bruiner. Bruiner. <laughs> She's like, I, it's going to happen. And I want to, oops, oops. Yeah, she's complete spoiler. Ruiner of things. She's just like this nosy little bitch child. And I was like, this kid needs to calm down because she immediately posts about it on social media. And she's maybe, maybe 10. I think she's 10. Yeah. 
She and she's way too into whatever her yeah her dad's relationship life was like. She was there for the picking out of the ring. It was it was very involved. Yeah, she's basically like picking out her new mother, which is like so weird to say. And she said it like multiple times throughout the movie. That was weird. And she also said she she picked out the biggest engagement ring possible because she said, I don't want her to say no. And I thought that was weird also. Well, you know, size matters. When you're talking about mm-hmm. engagement rings. That diamond, man, you got to make sure to get that diamond in there. That's right. for my stalker to note. Uh, so stalker, <laughs> when you are proposing to me, because you're stalking me, uh, big ring. Diamond. Big ring. Big, big ass diamond. Big ass diamond. <laughs> but Patrick only deserves the biggest time in, on, in the, on the planet. Well, you don't right. have to say no, so you have to get the biggest ring possible. And let's be otherwise, let's be she will say no. I'll probably, I'll probably say no to my stalker. So, just, yeah. just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> so, bigger the diamond, the better the chances of him saying yes. Exactly. Especially if you're a stalker. Okay. Now that so we've got. We cut to Nina. Also call the cops, Patrick. Immediately. Oh, Please yes, I will. I will. We okay, we right. cut to Nina, our newly sober, and uh, kind of like she has like a different little hairstyle going on. She like looks pretty cute. Yeah. I love totally. the little top pony thing that she had going on. It was an adorable hairstyle. It was she, cute. She's out on bail, and she checks in with her, her parole officer, and he's just like, hey, like, don't mess up, okay? I don't want to see you here. I don't want to see you back in jail. She mm-hmm. immediately goes to like a Seven Eleven and the gets like liquor store. Boom. Yeah, yeah get, get a little pint, get a pint of something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was get like yourself a little pint of Svedka. It was oddly like right next to the courthouse too. It's like oh, um, oh, do do do, walking out and getting my my vodka. There we go. Good to go. That's on purpose. That shit is on purpose. But then she like gets all drunk and she calls Ryan and she's like, I saw your wedding. You're getting engaged and my daughter. I got to see my daughter. She's like being the horrible ex that you mm-hmm. would expect her to be. Yeah. And he's kind of like, he's like on the phone with her and he's like, I need you to like not come back into my life. Like we are good on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the the note. Let me guess. A pint of Svedka. Right. Look, exactly. Just don't call. Stop it. The the stop. thing here that's different, Drew, than a normal Lifetime movie is that Ryan immediately tells Kristen about the call. Oh, good. That okay, never that's... happens. He would. Oh, that never. He happens. would usually hide it. Yeah. That's a good and, point. Yeah. And it would come back, but I was like, that's when I was like, oh, this is a real relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, you'd be like, okay, look, my ex, uh, she drunk. <laughs> Get drunk. Yeah. He gets drunk, and she calls me. That's going to be a thing until we <laughs> figure it out legally. Right. And Kristen's like, well, thank you for telling me, you know. Uh, she doesn't even be like, your ex, like, that that trope. Like, she's very supportive of her husband or husband-to-be. Yeah. And she's like, okay, we'll figure it out. We just got to make sure Lisa's safe, like, from her because – that's if she's demanding to see Lisa like that's not a good thing like she's a child and uh Nina doesn't have custody of the child so she shouldn't see her you know yeah see you drunk because she drunk all the time time. yeah yeah so then we um I'm I'm lost in my notes here I don't I sometimes I write them in like a weird way (laughs) so (laughs) you you write them like backwards like memento well, I try to I try to like segue between paragraphs. Go ahead, Ellie. No, that's fair. I think we I think the next step that I had was that they're planning for their engagement party, kind of when mm. Nina ex wife starts all this stocky weird business. You know, she's all over the Instagram. She like comes to the house at one point. She's just like mm. very invested in the fact that her ex is now engaged to a new woman, and this yeah. new woman's going to be the mom. I guess yeah. So. Right. And the key part there is like the social media aspect. She's like learning everything from an Instagram account. Yep. Most uh, obviously it's the child's Instagram account, which is like a public, publicly accessible 10 year old Instagram, which seems very problematic to me. That's that's negligence. There's some negligence going on there. Well, I mean, her name's Lisa. She's a very old she's old for 10 you know she's like all over the instagram she's posting about the engagement she's got her own opinions on her dad's relationship she, she does 10. yeah she does like sponsored <laughs> content for dunkin donuts you know she's out there like doing it 
She's an influencer. Let's yeah, be honest. She's like, get a get she's a wake got, get a wake it. up rap. Get a wake up rap at Duncan, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe, follow, but below. Totally. She's like a YouTuber and an Instagram. Yeah, she's famous That's already right. at 10. So an engagement party happens, wow. and this is finally where we get some POCs up in the house because like that we have none so far. Um, mm-hmm. so they're like hanging out at the party who are they like maybe the best man or something very minimal parts but just wanted to yeah. let you know that they're there yeah uh mm-hmm. nina shows up at the engagement party because she sees it on social media and she like checks in at like the front desk and they're kind of like this bitch is drunk and like not dressed to be at an engagement party like she's basically in like a j-lo track suit <laughs> <laughs> you know like, where's is it? Where's is it? Where's the beers? Oh, totally. I think I think that's what she walks in and says. Yeah, where's the beers? And right, like where's the wine and beers. They're like over there. I, over there. I don't know. Who's this bitch? The best part is Drew. Like you're really not that far off because a waiter walks by with like a tray of drinks and she like grabs two off of it. Yeah, and you're She's like double fisting. Absolutely, it's set up I, that. I mean, I get her. I actually do. Right. I get mm-hmm. this woman I do and it's I you know, that's a it's a struggle. She has a problem. Well the I'm, original I'm all... <laughs> the original title for the movie was stalked by my husband's ex Drew Bear. <laughs> it, was, it was me. It was you. That's it was me. But it's based on my life. Li- lifetime on like the... passed on that. They're like, we don't know what a Drew Bear is. We We don't know what a Drew Bear is. What is a Drew Bear? <laughs> so she takes the drinks off of the tray. You think she's going to slam them back, right? No, no. She doesn't mm-hmm. slam them back. She marks right up to Kristen, and she throws a drink in her face. What? Oh, no. I know. At her own engagement Bad. party. Can you imagine? Uh, Could, like, if that happened at an engagement party that, like, you were at, that you were just like, doodly do. this is fun. We're having fun with our friends and everything. It's fine. <laughs> some, some drunk fucking idiot. <laughs> just like yeah. yep. the bride to be. Yep. Yeah. That's I'd be like, oh, this is well, here we go. And everyone at the party starts freaking out, like, oh my god, <laughs> like what the hell's going on? Right. They like That's grab her, they grab her. She's like kicking and screaming and punching. She's like, give me my daughter, give me back my daughter, like freaking out. Ooh. It was perfection, lifetime moment. I was like, this is Great. what I watch Lifetime for. This That's moment right here. Wonderful. It yep. was security, security coming in from the, oh, it was everything. It was epic. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, also, Drew, I forgot to say, while yeah. Nina's being dragged away by security, she pepper sprays uh, Ryan, her ex-husband, in the face. She does? She pepper sprays? Yeah, yeah. The she cops did. didn't? Nope, nope. <laughs> she somehow had pepper spray, and she's just like, fuck you. <laughs> pepper sprays <laughs> <him too. laughs> I'm like, fuck it. Oh man! I forgot about that. Yep, pepper spray. It's like it's it, like a it all happened so yeah. fast. It all happened so fast yeah. at his own engagement party. Pepper exactly. Sprayed. Just you get pepper sprayed at your own engagement party, <laughs> right? Man, you're like that was no, and then sprayed. Okay, it was, that'd be a red. That'd be a bit of a red flag, I guess. Right? I you're like, I don't know about this like wedding that, anymore. Is this an oh omen? The yeah. diamond was huge, but this is a little too much for me. This is a lot. You know, so, what they but you say. know, they're like, you know, she, you know, she's like, she's like, <laughs> I kind of like this drama. This is kind of fun. Chris, like this, Kristen like, Wood, I, Kristen Wood. Yeah, yeah. This is like, eh, this is kind of fun. So since this all happens at a resort, because don't forget, Kristen works at a resort for some reason, they decide to stay at the resort, Ryan and Lisa and Kristen. She lets Sierra borrow her car, the friend, so Mm -hmm. to like go like take care of stuff and like take party supplies back or whatever. But basically the key thing you need to know here, Drew, is that Sierra's driving Kristen's car on her way home. She gets tailed by someone flashing their lights and driving really aggressively and of course, swerves them off the road, and Kristen gets in a car crash, and she dies. She dies. Yeah, she dies. Did she die? She dies. Oh, or not Kristen? I'm sorry, Sierra. Sierra dies. Yeah, dies. Sierra dies. The best okay. friend. The best friend dies. And she does. She's, she just got banked off the road. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's trying to like drive all around these roads to throw what she believes to be is Nina off her trail. She's like, "Oh, Nina's drunk behind me. 
I'll get you so lost. And then, boom. That was right. Because drunk drivers, you know, they're just driving all over the place. Yep. I mean, it's very, da- ha- very dangerous. That's what happens. If you're drunk and you get in a car, you're just like, woo, not real. None of this is real. <laughs> right. This is a video game. Yeah. So <laughs> detectives show up. We have two, count them, two black detectives. Good. Yep. Uh, oh, Zandra Wilson. Actually, she was awesome because she was like, no She's- nonsense. Yeah. Nope. I I loved her line deliveries for every single line. It was like really good stuff. Like kind of like a real detective would be like, she like breaks the news about Sierra dying and she's like, okay, so this is going to be tough, but like your friend died, you know, she doesn't like sugarcoat it or whatever. And they're like, they're like looking at her like, what, what did you say? And she's like, she's dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's she's fucking dead. Okay. (laughs) One more time for you. Yeah. Yeah. This this actress, I recognize her in in weird weird ways <laughs> because of like the weird shit that I watch. Yeah. So like I I watch horror movies and like I UFO documentaries, X Five. I I'm into all that stuff. Right. Uh, this woman always plays like a detective or a district attorney or. Like she just always like an authoritative figure because she's just like no BS makes an authoritative, sense. She like beautiful black woman gets that it. Was, this is right. the thing. Yes, yeah. exactly. Well, she's probably had so much practice playing these type of roles that she's like, oh, you want me to be a detective? I don't need the script. I got it. I, I already. I got it. it. I'll just say. I'll just say the things that I know. Just let me improvise. I'm an amazing actor. <laughs> I, there was one line where she was like calling in a coach. She's like, "We got a 402 niner niner," and I was like, "That has to be fake," but I believe it. She was <laughs> convincing. <laughs> totally, totally, man. We got a 402 niner niner. <laughs> it was. It was awesome. She's I great. love it. So they, she probably does have a 402 niner niner. Hey, you know. So Nina is living in a garage or something and she like just screams in the garage and like throws her phone around. She's like having the crazy moment, you know, that happens in a Lifetime movie with a villain. And you're like, okay, we like really got the villain thing down. Like we, let's see how crazy this villain can be, which is right. the rule of Lifetime. Like how crazy can this husband's- Yeah, you see him, you see him by themselves. Like what they do by themselves where they're like, no, mother, no, no. And then they're like writing shit on the walls and like smearing their shit on chairs. Totally. Well, you know. she's not doing that. But but basically she's like, she gets fired from her job. Her parole officer probably is like on her ass. And she's just like messaging the daughter, Lisa, on Instagram, like under a like fake account. She's catfishing her own. Oh, she's. It's very strange. Yeah. It's catfishing her daughter. Okay. To be like, do you want to learn more about your mom or do you ever wonder about your mom? Which I thought was like manipulative and terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, Lisa's pretty obvious, too. Yeah. She sounds like a pretty smart girl. She's like, Mom? (laughs) Like, are you my mother? Did I kill my mother? (laughs) Did I kill my mother? Uh, Turns out, no. No, she didn't. So. Lisa goes missing from school, the daughter, and Ryan is like, oh my God, my daughter's missing. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have let her have an Instagram account when she's 10 and give her her own cell phone and like let her just live like she's a 16-year-old. She yeah. also has a car and, uh, you know, she can smoke, uh, she can smoke, uh, what are those things called? Just like vape. Yeah, she yeah, can vape. Vape her ass yeah. off and be whatever she wants. Yeah. Lisa's a, Lisa's a cool kid. Uh, so she goes missing and uh, Kristen's like, let me help you like find your daughter. They take out like a pink iPad, which is iconic. Of course. Because, you know, she's 10. And they're like, is that bunny ears? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they like look at the chat history on Instagram and they see the message. And they're like, oh, it's Nina. Because gotta be. um, Nina was gotta like, be. let's meet at this cafe and I'll tell you more about your mom. And Lisa, the influencer, is like, okay, that's a great idea. He's like, that sounds great. Right. I'm an idiot. I'm 10 years old and I'm dumb, dumb. Yes. I'm a dumb kid. So they meet up at this <laughs> cafe. I wrote a hockey talk bar or maybe a Cracker Barrel. It did kind of get <laughs> Cracker Barrel vibes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but that sweet little country fried steak and eggs, baby. Mm. Lisa walks in. She's like, I'm having none of this Cracker Barrel business. Like, there's only beige on my plate here. I can't handle it. 
<laughs> she goes to the bathroom and calls like for help. Like she calls her dad and she's like, I need help. I got myself in a bad situation, which yeah. also doesn't happen in Lifetime movies. The kid would just be like, oh no. Yeah, it would be like, I'm a dumb, dumb kid. Boop, boop. Yep. But like, I think this is a kind of more of a, uh, sounding like a, more of a, like a realistic gen, what is the generation? Z? Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah, Gen Z. A Gen Z? Yeah. Not Gen Zs, man. They're going to save the world. So, they're going to save the world. <laughs> Ryan shows up. He sees uh, his daughter. He's like, oh my God. What happened? Like, what are you doing here? Where's Nina, your mother? And she's like, she's in the back room. So it goes into the back room. Nina's back there. She's like, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean this to become a whole thing. It cuts away to Kristen, like, being like, are you okay, Lisa? You know, because again, Kristen doesn't matter in this movie. She's just serving as like a point to come away. The -hmm. two detectives come running in because, of course, they call the cops. They they come back with their guns out for a kidnapping case. And Nina is dead in the back of the cafe. cafe and ryan is standing above her body i didn't do it his hands up i didn't do what? it yep yeah guns drawn uh, unreal what uh-huh and this is like 30 minutes left in the movie drew and i was like what this isn't how this goes what yeah, yeah. that's different yeah. that's different Truly shocking. It was one of the biggest shocks I've ever wow. I've ever seen in a Lifetime movie because the title is saying this bitch is who the bad guy is. And then the villain. she dies. You're like, what's going to happen for the rest of the movie? 30 minutes left? Yep. Long resolve, which is not very Lifetime at all either. Yeah. So I was confused as well. I had to rewind it. I texted yep. you and I was like, I just had to rewind this film because <laughs> I could not believe like, what happened. Wait, what? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. So, whoa. This this is like starting to be like. Wait, is this a like a series? Is there going to be another episode? No. This is all in one. Just one, one movie. little tidy package. Okay. Yep. So nice. okay. Okay. Kristen's left to raise Lisa by herself because Ryan is in jail for the murder of his wife, ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Which would really happen. It's late. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's Absolutely. Very late at night. Kristen's home alone with the with the kid. She's on her iPad or something, and she sees someone like lurking around, and she's like, "It's a ghost. It's, it's the, the ghost, ghost of Nina's body." I was so okay. I was confused here. She was on Instagram again, right? Like Lisa's in bed. She's downstairs in what's I believe to be Ryan's house, just scrolling on Instagram again. Mm-hmm. And there was this weird little bit that I had not even remembered from earlier in the movie where she sees a necklace on herself, like on Instagram. Yeah. And she was like, wait, that's my necklace that she had seen once earlier in the movie. It was this tiny, tiny detail that I was like, wait a minute, I have to rewind again. I went on like four what? times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause she's sitting there alone in her house and she finds this necklace that she believes to be hers. Anyways, it was a tiny the, detail. The necklace, though, it comes into play because it's a gift from her ex. She has an ex. His name is Matt, okay? And throughout the movie, if you go back and watch, he shows up in little tiny scenes that you would have never, ever taken into account throughout the whole movie. He is the person lurking outside her window. He comes in with a knife and he's like, I got him out of the way. Ryan's out of the way. We can be together now. And I want to be with you. And I am. This is Kristen's ex. It's Kristen's ex that's been stalking them the whole time. He's the villain. He just, boom, shows up in her kitchen, knife in hand. He's like, hello, Kristen. I was like, what? Hello, Kristen. (laughs) I have a knife. This is a sharp knife. We can be together. That's exactly how it went. Yeah, literally. And the the okay. Can you put down the knife if you want to be together? We need to. In the first the first oh, time you it. see him, Drew, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Don't worry. Yeah. The movie does you the favor of showing through flashbacks all the things that he did. So mm-hmm. he um first uh, I'm trying to like figure this out. So he's the person who was driving the car with Sierra, and he like chased her down after the party, and 
made her run off the road because he thought it was Kristen. He was trying to stop Kristen and then tell her that he loved her. Then when he walked up to the car after a crash, he saw Sierra inside and strangled her to death. He's like, oops. He's like, you're well, not Kristen. You're not my ex. Better kill her then. Goodbye. Exactly. Ugh. And then we cut to the back of the cafe. When Ryan was talking to his daughter, he comes in and kills Nina, strangles her, leaves the body. Ryan comes back and is caught by the police and is then the suspect of murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like framing him and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Framing him for the murder. And Kristen's like, this is very bad. Lisa comes downstairs. She's like, what's going on? They all get kidnapped and like taken away to like, uh, I don't know, some resort like by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> literally by the ocean. Very important. And Matt holds Lisa captive for like two minutes because the movie's literally about to end. And <laughs> she like has the necklace on and everything. And, and she's like, oh, you know what? Like all this stuff you did for me is so romantic. <laughs> and like i really appreciate that and i love you thank you so much and let's start a life together she like goes in for like a tender caress like a little huggy kissy time and then she pushes him over or she grabs his gun and then like she's like lisa get out of here and then when he's distracted she like pushes him off a cliff and he falls to his death oh so she murders him yeah. Also. Yep. yep. She's like, okay. I'm gonna. Well, self defense. It's self defense. Right. Self defense. She starts being like, Oh, I know. I'm gonna mess with him psychologically and start telling yes. him, Okay, I'll be with you. It's gonna be fine. He... You're like, This is the. No one's ever done this for me before. This is the nicest thing. Anyone Kill, killed my friend, put my fiance into jail just because you love me so much. That is so romantic. Oh my god. Yes, that's like verbatim what she said. Yep. Oh, but she's also like, she's like, please just let Lisa go. Like, I'll be with you. Just let Lisa go. And he's like, let her go. We're going to raise her. We're going to raise her as our own. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because let's not forget, Matt is a man of values. Okay. All he wants is just start a family and have a wife and like, you know, have the the house and the dog or whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's just going to extremes to get it. He knows what he wants. He knows what he wants. You got to get what you want in life, no matter what. So Lisa like hugs Kristen. She's like, thanks for saving my life, mom. And the police show up and it's our favorite detective again. And she's just Mm -hmm. like, "Hmm, yeah, he's definitely dead. He fell off that cliff and like smashed on the rocks. And he's like very, very dead. So, um, well, (laughs) Kristen splattered, just splattered. Kristen's like, oh, well, great. So what about Ryan? And the, the detective's like, Oh, we'll we'll get him out, but you know it's a process, so like it will take some time. <laughs> it's gonna take years. It's actually gonna take years to do this. I love that. I love that bit too. I was like, oh, that's there that's, you go. That's awesome. There's like, it's not. This is not easy <laughs> because we also now have to investigate this guy's death because you tossed him off of a fucking cliff. Exactly. I'm like, I'm we so, have to figure this whole thing out. I was so happy that Ryan wasn't waiting there, like in an ambulance or something, like there for his honey or whatever no she's just like it's gonna be a while so then we cut to <laughs> we cut to like seven months later or something and then we see ryan marrying Kristen, and lisa's the flower girl and the yeah, it's like happened. two years later after all of everything totally totally been his paperwork is processed yeah, two yeah. Years later. and he's like getting out of a jail <laughs> this is like, and yeah. that drew is the movie wow, wow. yeah Wow. Yeah. Well done. Well done, guys. So, um, Drew, on the podcast, you know this already. I uh, do know this. I, I guess I'm telling Allie <laughs> this. I forget how this works. Uh, <laughs> on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. We'll start with Allie. Allie, what are you going to do to this movie? I am going to say, I need to, I'm going to pour it up. It, mm-hmm. it thrilled me. I was just on a roller coaster the entire time. I have never had a Lifetime movie that kept me engaged because I was like, what could possibly happen next? Like you said, when you have 30 minutes left and it is just like completely taken the plot line from underneath you that you're like, Mm -hmm. what is going to happen? I had to stay for it. And usually around that point, I'm like, okay, it's the resolve. I don't need this. I'm good, but I needed it. I needed to stay through the whole thing. It was awesome. Yeah. 
Drew, how about you? Oh, I'm pouring it up, man. This is like this got all the all the all the juicy bits I love about the being explained a lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the, the yeah, the twist on that, that's fun. I mean shocking. Weird. But shocking. like uh and I don't know why it would be called stalked by my husband's ex or another mother. Um I don't know that doesn't make sense, but I think that's fun. Either way, <laughs> I think that's hilarious that it's, it was called. It, it was had two titles, and neither one of them were actually. They didn't. They didn't uh, spoil it because yeah. usually the titles kind of spoil it. We're like, yeah, those are the villains. So this is where I'm going to credit probably the production and the director, because mm-hmm. and probably the writer as well, because the writer obviously yeah. has a title in mind. Um, they didn't want to give away that twist, so they were like, "Let's do a misdirect title." We know we know how lifetime right, works. Cool. So I think that's cool. I thought it was cool too. Um, yeah. So I'm I gonna, hope the direct the director writer. Hey, well I'm I'm looking them up right now because I want to just shout them out. So um, obviously I'm pouring it up. I thought this was the twist was like everything, and the drink throwing in the face thing was everything. Oh, you know who the director is? Who? Ferrante. Our favorite director. Oh, yeah. The director of Sharknado. Yes. Can I just say? The director of Sharknado. The classic movie Sharknado. Drew's a fan. Huge fan. Huge fan of the Sharknado series. And I like Tara Reid, so there's that. Yep. Um, Ironically, of course. I don't like actually like Tara Reid. I like, like Tara Reid. <laughs> uh, you know what else he directed? Uh, is a movie called Zombie Tidal Wave. Well, um, there you okay. go. Um, Anthony uh, C. Ferretti, or what did you say? Ferrante. 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 I think I said that wrong on my YouTube channel. I covered this already on my YouTube channel. Um, mm-hmm. And I said his name wrong, but he was tweeting me, and I was like, oh, maybe I should get him on the podcast. So maybe I will, now that true I, isn't. I want, oh, I want to talk to it. I want to talk to old Tony Ferrante. Because it would be cool to hear, like... I want to talk to him. What is it like to make a Lifetime movie? And then how did you get... I mean, I know how he got the licensing to, like, do what he wanted. Because he directed Sharknado. They're like, you're... He's, you're a hustler. TV, TV a hustler. movie royalty. Like, do whatever you want. Sharknado is the most popular TV movie in modern times. And I saw it in a theater. Oh, really? Oh, wow. They, they, they had, a, like, a limited run... At an AMC that like what 2013 when it was made or when it came out mm-hmm. and me and me and our our great friend Jamie Jurak who's been on the show love her she like we went and just we went and saw it in a theater we saw Sharknado in a theater and it was like yes and there was like five other people in the theater but it was awesome. It was great. Well, there you go. Also, the writer's name is Scott Coletti. So Scott Coletti props to you for like a well-written script with like Mm -hmm. actual twists and turns that were shocking. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Wonderful. So that wraps up our conversation about, uh, what is this? Stocked by my husband's ex. Stocked by my husband's ex slash another mother. Okay, there we go. There we go. Stocked by another mother's Another mother's husband, ex-husband. But also and, my ex-husband. Okay. But perfect. also my... Perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, let's do a Candace, yeah? Yes. Oh. What you say, Candace Cameron Bure. I'm a wedding day. Catch the bouquet. Candace hates the games. Candice Cameron Bure, drinking rosé, eating creme brulee, can't share with me, Candice Cameron Bure, yeah, what you say, Candice Cameron Bure. Okay, now it is time for What You Say, Candice Cameron Bure, the segment where we watch Candice's Instagram and we talk about it, so mm-hmm. they have a clip. Allie, you're not going to be able to see it. You're just going to be able to hear the audio um, since we're doing this remotely. But here we go. It's time for Christmas. It's day one of Hallmark Christmas movie number nine. (laughs) I hope you're as excited as I am. 
So number nine, her ninth Christmas movie. Oh, okay. Called Candace, what you talking about Christmas? <laughs> Candace, what 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 do you think about Christmas, girl? That's not the title. <laughs> working title. Working title. Working title. Working title. She's filming. She's in Canada. She finally is out of quarantine, and she's filming her Christmas movie um, because Allie, she had to go to Canada quarantine to film. And oh, it's golden hour right now. Apparently, sorry What's everyone. So I'm just like very you know, much. You know what? You should take a screenshot right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. I will. Um, beautiful. Listening needs to see this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think everyone needs to see this. We'll do it right now. Yeah, we're going to do I'm this. not editing this out. No, I'm I know not you're not. Um, let me take a screenshot. And the golden hour. Okay. Ah. Okay. So that's literally a Perfect. picture you're going to see on social media at Life from a Court. But <laughs> Candace <laughs> is filming her Christmas movie right now. And it's just like, it's actually happening. Like Christmas movies are going to for real happen. I'm so, Can't stop those. I'm shocked. Can't stop those. I'm thrilled. You know, I have been thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? The world needs Christmas movies this year. I know. They do. They, we, the whole world does. We really do. I'm thinking come the cold months, like what are we going to need the most? But I never thought I would exist in a world where Christmas movies were going to happen, but sports aren't happening. I'm just like, this is unreal. But you I'm know, happy. this just is validating for me to pick the right podcast topic because there's another podcast on the network um about football and uh <laughs> what are they gonna talk about hmm. uh they're gonna talk about th- all the football that has ever happened in history really <laughs> and if you like football which i doubt not a lot of overlap here it's <laughs> not a lot of overlap but it's called the push off podcast also on our network love the push they are very knowledgeable about football and they're very sexy, sexy and funny. They're funny guys. I love them. Uh, but that's that's a football podcast. We don't. That's no. they know more. They're like they're like rain men about football. And I don't understand. Like it's hard to if you like that shit. That's there that's, you go. Tell, yeah. tell your husbands or your lesbian wives about the football podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yes. So back to Christmas movies. So. Uh, this is kind of a little segue to talk about LGBTQ representation at Christmas this season because Drew, yeah, it is happening. It is I, happening. I saw that. Oh, I yeah. actually, yes, yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about. It. I'm going to break down the timeline because this all happened since your wedding, Drew, in mm-hmm. the Bahamas. I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the podcast, but now that I have an actual real life lesbian with us today. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a bee. Uh, I've never seen one before. It's like a unicorn. Uh, and a married lesbian. I thought it would be a perfect time to talk about this because. What? Yes. You're married? Gay That's marriage. Not- it was, it's a real thing that is gover- oh, 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 government what? sanctioned even, you know. That's right. Legally married. So back in December at your wedding, Drew, in the Bahamas, mm-hmm. there was some controversy with Hallmark. So Candace, of course, is from Hallmark and she's doing the Christmas movies. So uh, around that time last year, there was a Zola ad. It's a wedding company. They do wedding planning. They're probably not doing very well right now because weddings aren't really happening. But the wedding featured uh, grooms, brides of all different kinds, very diverse and inclusive yeah. ad. And mm-hmm. it included a lesbian couple, no kissing or anything. They were literally standing at the altar in brides. What are those called? Gowns? Gowns, sure. Oh my God. What is it called? A bride. Wedding dress? A dress. wedding dress. A wedding dress. Oh my God. A wedding dress. Yes. Clearly, I'm not getting married in a wedding dress, despite what some of you may think. <laughs> You know, some people are like, uh, what are you going to wear to your wedding? You're like, uh, I'm gonna you're going to at your wedding. You're going to be in a tank top. You're going to be in that. I'm going to be top. in a tank top. Yes. But yes. yep. actually, blue tank top, all, all <laughs> like waxed up and ready to fucking go. Man. There you go. There you go. So the uh, ad aired on Hallmark Channel, but then Hallmark got bad uh, pre- or pushback from these women on Facebook and probably some men, I don't want to genderize the, the people, some conservatives who are not for gay representation for some reason. No, they mm-hmm. are definitely not. They, they are 
or not? They <laughs> did not like that. So Hallmark released a statement and they said the lesbians, the lesbian couples, this is a quote, PDA violated its policies and they pulled the ad. What? Yeah, the, there's no PDA. The though. lesbian couples, PDA, violated its policies and they pulled the ad. Hallmark hallmark like it's a card like you buy it for all your family and people like you buy it for your gay uncle you buy it for your your gay sister you know Mm -hmm. terrible very bad yep and they immediately backtracked that did they say pda because they were holding hands or something like yeah i think so there was no like there was no kiss they weren't like yeah it's like no we're sorry for the butt licking uh on this ad you know, that was a little, it was a little much. <laughs> I was like, what? No, what and you... it was so fast too, because I remember seeing the commercial and whenever I see representation on anything, it I have to do like a double take really quick still in this mm-hmm, day and age. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, whoa, whoa. But literally it was so yeah. fast that you'd see these like couples like panning through. I mean, the, the, the women right. just walk down the aisle, like maybe holding hands, I think. It was so, such a quick little snippet. Would have never even thought twice about it nope. had not all this happened. So the the CEO of Hallmark um, and president of the the channel, he, mm-hmm. Bill Abbott, was removed from his position after making that statement. He also went on, uh, uh, what is it, Hollywood Reporter and did like a terrible interview and was like, it will never happen. Like gays will never happen on Hallmark because it's not family friendly. And the host of that podcast is a lesbian. And she was like, um, okay. Like, so no, you're, so you you're telling me that my, up. my family will not see me represented ever on Hallmark. And he's like, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll explore options, but don't hold your breath basically. So Jesus he Christ. was kicked out, replaced Good. with a, uh, B I P O C uh wanya lucas hell yeah wanya she is now the president and ceo of hallmark crown media family networks and Mm -hmm. she has really doubled down on the promise and commitment to diversity and inclusion that hallmark is making so that is awesome this past weekend they had a movie come out called wedding every weekend which featured a biracial same-sex union between uh vicky and amanda and I watched the movie this weekend because I was like, I got to watch it and write a review. I already have like a bunch of mean comments on my blog. Oh, you do. You yeah. certainly yeah. do. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. It's, it's amazing how many bad <laughs> comments you have. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But what I, what I loved about this movie is that it featured four different weddings. It had a biracial couple. It had a Jewish wedding. It had a black wedding. It it really like showed different weddings. So it was very inclusive. And the best part about it, Drew, Mm -hmm. every wedding was shot exactly the same shot for shot. Oh, wow. Wow. So it's like, it's the same shit. We're all just human beings trying to get fucking hitched. (laughs) You see the first couple have their kiss. It's shot exactly the same for everyone. To say, if you're offended by this, these two people kissing it is not because it is vulgar or it is because it is like something that's obscene you weren't offended when the first straight couple did it and then the black couple did it and then the biracial couple did it and then the lesbians did it you know wow that's great that's fucking great i you know ah man that's good to that's that's good Uh, i i would say this motherfuckers be listening to this podcast Hallmark be listening to this podcast. Oh, I know they do. I, I like to think that it's we did this. <laughs> well, and they they say this. So they had haters too, of course, on their Twitter. Or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so I looked up an article today. This was their response to the haters. We are proud of our movie, at Wedding Every Weekend. Hallmark, uh, or our priority at Hallmark Channel is to develop a broad mix of content, characters, and stories in order to create Hallmark a Hallmark experience where everyone feels welcome. And you're making you're making more money that way. Like even as a, in a business sense, you're making more money. Like just it's that simple. Why wouldn't you like? Why wouldn't you include? Yeah, the the few little angry fucking Karens that are out there that are being like, um, I didn't like seeing black people and like they you're gonna. That's only a few. 
That's yeah. only a few. Yes. And you're adding in now, like the audience of Hallmark that you didn't have before of just been like, oh, all black people, uh, all gay people. Like you're at like the amount that you're adding in, including that stuff, mm -hmm. just as just and the at the core business level, that's how you do it. And that's awesome. What's her name again? The the uh Wanya uh, Lucas. Wanya Lucas? Hell yeah, Wanya. So get on or come on, come on here. I want to talk to you. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. So Drew, you have the business side. Allie, do you want to talk about like the um LGBTQ side of like what it means to see this or what what you think about uh maybe this? I, I want to be clear going? though. I, I don't I don't I'm not just saying just for business. I'm not no no no. I'm, I'm saying that, like, you did a good job. Core. You did a good job at explaining that for a business yes. sense. But Allie, can you speak to the other side of it of, of what yeah. it would mean? Uh, to a gay person to see that? Yeah, I think I've I've been, I particularly did a project last year um, in the Chicago theater scene, focusing a lot on representation in the media, specifically a lot of the people that we interviewed for this project were LGBTQ. Um, so we've kind of, my partner and I have done like a lot of studies on just how people are willing to kind of tiptoe into this land of, you know, diversity or into exposure. Um, I think Hallmark, we've seen that. I was like just talking to Patrick earlier. I was like, it's been a year since we saw that commercial. And now they've actually done a, a full movie with representation of a gay couple in it. I think that's that's a huge way to go within a year time span. I can say that I... Amazing. Yeah. I, Not even a year. No, I can't. It's like six months. It's, un yeah. it's unbelievable. I think it's, it is a reflection, though, of the type of change that we are seeing and the rate at which it is happening. I think it's super like hopeful I think it's super super hopeful um but particularly oh, within movies and films you know like we within the past couple of years we've seen it we've seen the the diversity come through and we've seen I mean exposure is key right I think about young Allie all the time you yeah. know if I had seen if I had looked up at the tv one time while my mom was watching the Hallmark channel and seen two women getting married just as they had just shown a heterosexual couple getting married before it, my entire little life would have been changed just because I had seen that. So I'm just like, I, whenever I see these yeah. things happening, you know, I'm so proud of Hallmark for, for doing this too. But I, I just think of all of, not only the, the true fans that are, are, it's changing their minds and you know, the, the haters are going to hate because they're uncomfortable and because they're scared. But I think of all the little minds that maybe, you know, popped in while someone was watching it on TV and saw it too, you know, that's what oh, it's about. Man. So, right. Absolutely. That's perfect. Yep. That 100% correct. Perfect. That is like, like if you, if you got to the point where like, you're just like, you're net, I guess it's what it's doing. What I love about it is that it's normalizing it. Right. Where it's like, that's, that's where it needs, it needs to be normalized because that it's going like, yeah, this happens. There it is. No big, it, no biggie. Just this is now what's going to happen. This is now, it's already happening, but it's like, yes, you should, it should be normal to you, to anyone, that this is a thing that happens. Like, yes. Yep. Sorry, not sorry. Well, and it's going to keep happening happens. because Hallmark is committed to telling these stories for including LGBTQ uh, characters yep. in their Christmas movies, which is a huge thing. Will they have protagonists that are LGBTQ? doubtful mm -hmm. um lifetime over at lifetime on the other hand they already had a gay kiss last year in their christmas movie there was a movie called twinkle all the way and drew the movie it was not twinkling like a gay twinkle it was like about christmas lights um uh -huh. but it featured uh the protagonist had a brother who was gay and they share a kiss at the end by the christmas tree uh, opening presents and stuff it was adorable um, and the, right. the guy was like insanely hot. So I was like, hello, hello, Mark, Mark Ganthi, call, call me. Okay. Um, but Lifetime this year, this is great. they did a press release and they were like, you know what, Hallmark, you have your movie this summer. We already got a gay protagonist coming. And guess what his fucking name is? What? Patrick. Patrick. Yes. Yes. So if you like had the actor or the, the character, the character. So if you, if you have Boom. any doubt that Lifetime is not paying attention to this podcast, that is a straight up shout out to me. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I mean, what's better than being in a Lifetime movie, having a Lifetime movie named after you? 
named after you. That's incredible. And the Ooh. other character's name? Drew Bear. <laughs> Drew Bear? <laughs> no, it, it's not Drew Bear. It's it's a it's a like like fan uh written uh fantasy. Yes, story. totally, totally. No, it's actually Hugo. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one. It's called Chris the Christmas Setup. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what if we had fan fiction <laughs> oh my god oh my god no <laughs> someone's fan no. was like i'm like patrick and drew bear just like fucking getting it on oh boy <laughs> let me tell you if, if it was gonna happen it would have already happened by now we've known each other for so long <laughs> so long <laughs> um okay so i think that wraps up a- ali do you have any closing thoughts on that before i close shut this down no, right. I think I think that's awesome. Thanks for covering that. You know, again, I said I said haters are gonna hate. It's a it's a tough world that we're living in right now, where mm-hmm. um, a lot of issues have gotten grouped together, um, and a lot of people have really come out and come forward with their hatred because they're comfortable in that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to believe that if we keep talking about it, if we keep showing it, if we keep letting people know that we're not gonna stop, you know, fighting yeah. the good fight and living until we live in a world where everyone is actually treated as equal then you know yep right so fuck yeah yeah and representation matters and like you know that's why we're here on this podcast talking about these things because we need gay voices and i am out here talking to everybody Mm -hmm. uh normalize uh, it uh, exactly normalize it i mean i went to a college town that was completely straight i was like the gay person i was the gay person in high school and i was like you know what here i am and like people were just like oh okay great you know, and then they're like, if they know, if they know someone who's gay, all you need to know is one person. You can identify with those those things a lot better because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this affects Patrick. This yep. affects yep. Ali Braun. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, it's very important to to be out there and make yourself like seen to the world. So keep on keeping on, everybody. You're doing a good job. That's yep. right. Normalize it. Yes. Um, so now it is time for the pluggy time. We'll start with Allie. Do you have anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time of the podcast? Oh, pluggy time. Um, oh, I did just, I mean, it's a weird time right now for, um, you know, fitness and going out in the world, but I just finished my aerial fitness instructor certification. So, um, I'm teaching at air fitness studios throughout the city. Now, um, if you're like, what is that? It's, it's essentially a workout in a fabric hammock. So you look like you're doing circus at the same time that you're working out. It's very cool. It's very, it is cool. It's super fun. I actually love watching that shit because I was like, whoa. Oh my God. But yeah, it looks like, I mean, it, you know, you, you got to have a good core. It's right. It's that. it's so fun. And I mm-hmm. always plug it too by saying I started this all like just a little over a year ago. And it's like something I got super addicted to. And it's fantastic. So if anyone's interested in that, you can also find me on Instagram. I have a bunch of information about it on my handle, which is just at Allie Braun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Yay. Oh, yeah. Drew, how about um, you? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Drew, but with pants. Um, also, my my band, The Limbos, is at The Limbos, and we're about to release a new record oh. that we have made remotely. Awesome. So, um, that's incredible. Yeah. It's been a, tough, but yeah. We <laughs> I mean, we get it. That's, we got it. That's proof, though, that artists, I think, always adapt and change to the current times. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the limbos are awesome. I've seen them in person. Yeah, you have. Like front row. Front row, baby. Oh. <laughs> you know, it helps to know people in the band. Well, you all you have to do is just like walk to the front because we're not in like a uh, stadium. Oh, that's anything. weird. I thought it was like reserved for me. Oh, I thought <laughs> no. That was that was how I swindled you out of an extra ten bucks. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, well thank you both <laughs> for being here and thank you listeners for checking back in with lifetime in court we watch these movies so you don't have to but if you do we'd love to hear from you you can follow me at patrick Miguel or the podcast at lifetime in court don't forget to uh rate and review us on apple Podcasts. and hey check out our youtube channel we have a youtube oh, channel yeah. now. Um, YouTube. episodes are out on monday so i that's when we record so i remember to release them so check those out they're like five minute 
recaps of the movies. So, you know, if you don't have time to listen to this podcast or whatever, you, you and everyone can be a uh, Drew Bear. Yes, everyone can be a Drew Bear, but you don't have to watch them if you don't want to. You don't have to watch them. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's a new cool thing. I don't know why I decided to do that in quarantine. My hair is terrible. But oh, it's not. Stop no. it. Hey, you know, I've got a, mu- a mullet going on in the back. But yes, hey, uh, you know, cool also man. check out our website, lifetimeofcourse.com. And I think that is the end. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.